Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And uh, I am Pastor Miller, so I will be your host uh, again today. And uh, we're excited to share with you again today on this uh, podcast. So we hope, we hope we're going to be a blessing to you today. And uh, I want to talk to you today, and we're still uh, uh, sharing a couple of more salvation stories before we uh, start on something new. We will be starting um, a new series, and about a three or four part series uh, here uh, pretty soon. But I want to talk to you today about a man uh, in a tree who came to know the Lord as his personal Savior. Of course, we are talking about a man in the book of Luke chapter 19, and uh, the Bible calls his name Zacchaeus. Now, in this account of Zacchaeus, we're going to find that he arrives before the crowd who was later to meet with Jesus, who passing through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem, uh, he was actually a man, the Bible said, was kind of short in stature, not very tall. So he was really unable to see Jesus through the crowd or even above the crowd. So the Bible says Zacchaeus then ran ahead and climbed up in a sycamore tree along Jesus' path. So I think I'll just uh, I'll go here to the scripture itself and talk to you. That was a little bit of a, a briefing or a narrative before we start our uh, story today. So we've been talking to you about all sorts of people of how they came to know the Lord, how they had gotten saved. Uh, several that I've seen personally uh, that's got saved and others I've read about, and this is one of them. This is uh, from the, the Bible, the, the New Testament. Like we said, Luke chapter 19. If you'd want to read it for yourself, you could find it in uh, verses 1 through 10 there. Now, I, I don't like to never give the last verse first, but I, I think I'm going to read you the last verse first, and then I'll go back over it. Verse number 10 says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. So Christ's mission and goal was exactly that. He came to pay the price for sinful men and women. He came to uh, become the sacrifice for sin once and for all, as the Hebrew writer said. And he came to seek and to save that which was lost. I'm so glad that Christ came seeking. I'm glad that he gave his life that I could be saved because without the 
uh, the giving or shedding of his blood, not only would no one be saved, but you and I could not be saved. But thank God Jesus did give his life. And I said he gave it because he did. He actually said no one could take his life from him, but he laid it down for his friends. Thank God for that. Now, we told you about how the crowd was gathering. And, you know, matter of fact, the Bible tells about that, about Jesus. Like wherever he went, wherever he was, there was a great crowd that came out to see him, to hear his words, and oftentimes to see the miracles uh, that took place. This was no different. As Jesus was on his way, passing uh, through Jericho, he was just walking through that town, on his way to Jerusalem, there was a great crowd that gathered around. And verse 1 said, Jesus did enter and passed through. So he had already came into and went through uh, this, this town of Jericho. And as he was coming to the other side of Jericho, the Bible said there was a man in verse number 2 of Luke 19 that was named Zacchaeus which was chief among the publicans, and he was rich. Now, I want you to notice that statement, he was rich. So this, this just goes to show us today that it does not matter your social standing in life, uh, where you are, or think that you are, that if someone is rich, would that make them exempt? I mean, Sometimes people think if they own have own great amounts of money or have great wealth, that exempts them from certain things. But it does not exempt them from the salvation process. So whether you're poor, you have to repent and confess your sins to be saved. And if you're rich, you have to do the same thing. So there's no exemption clause for the rich. And the Bible said Zacchaeus was. He was a man of position. He was chief among the publicans and rich. So he had a, a, a social standing um, among the, the people, the publicans, and he was rich. Now, this man sought to see Jesus and who he was. So there's two things verse 3 says. He wanted to see Jesus, but he also wanted to know who he was. I hope that that stands out to you like it does to me. It's one thing to know about Jesus. It's another thing to know Jesus. And it's one thing to just, uh, in this case, uh, in the New Testament where Jesus was yet alive, to say, I saw him with my eyes. But he wanted more than that. He wanted to know who he was. He wanted to know what he was really all about, uh, what and who he really was. And he could not see him for the press. In other words, the press, meaning that wasn't the press as we think of today. 
wasn't the news media. It was talking about the crowd. There were so many people there in the crowd that came to also see Jesus. He could not see. And the Bible said it was because he was little of stature. Uh, if you study this at all, uh, you can find out that Zacchaeus was a, uh, a man that was what we would call short, not very tall. So he was so determined to see Jesus. And I think that's a great thing. He had a determination. He was going to see him. He was going to see him for who he was. He wanted to know Jesus. So he ran before him also to get ahead of the crowd. He knew which way he was headed. So he, he went uh, in that direction and found a, a tree. Well, let's, let's read what the Bible said. He climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for Jesus was to pass that way. So he knew he was on the path that Jesus was taking finds a sycamore tree and climbs up in that sycamore tree. And like I told you, we've been talking about folks that got saved in so many different ways and so many different uh, places. But this man actually gets saved or actually uh, comes to see Jesus climbed up in a tree. So can you meet Jesus in a tree? Oh, yes. Yes, you can. I knew a about a man that even told me one time he was a uh, person who worked on trees. He cut trees, trimmed trees. And he said he got under conviction thinking about the Lord while he was working in a tree. Climbed down, gave his life to Jesus right there. And here we see another man that the Bible said he climbed up the sycamore tree just to see. Now, when Jesus came to that place, he looked up. He came to that where the sycamore tree was. He looked up and he saw him and he said unto him, Zacchaeus. So you see, Jesus knew who this was. That must have uh, shocked or alarmed him a little bit because he never made any announcement of who he was. But Christ knew who he was. And he said, Zacchaeus, make haste. And come down, for today I must abide at thine house. What a great story. He climbed up in a tree just to see him. But Jesus said, come down, come down quick. Uh, I'm going to abide in your house today. And I would like to say it like this, if, if I'm allowed to use my words, I'm going to abide in your heart today. So... Jesus not only can abide in your home, but he can abide in your heart. This reminds me of a, something my little three-and-a-half-year-old great-granddaughter said just a couple days ago. She heard about someone, young person that got saved, and she's only three-and-a-half. She asked her, her dad and mom, said, did Jesus come into their heart? Is that why they got saved? And they said, yes, honey, that's... That's what happened. He came into their heart. And my three-and-a-half-year-old great-granddaughter said, well, I don't know how he can get in there, 
but I want him in my heart too. So as a child, she was thinking of a physical uh, thing, but Christ can enter into your heart. You can know him as your Lord and your Savior, and he can abide in your heart uh, through the Spirit. Thank God for that. But when the crowd saw this, now notice the crowd was a big part. The three parts is, is uh, Zacchaeus, Jesus, and the crowd. The crowd was big. Zacchaeus was short. Jesus was the Christ. So he ran ahead, climbed the tree. Jesus saw him and said, come down. And the crowd murmured. And they said, is he gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner? And that's exactly what I'm trying to talk to you about today. Yes, Jesus wants to be a guest to the sinner. In other words, he wants to save the lost. Now we're in verse number uh, seven when it says this, and just three verses down, I read to you at the start of the podcast where it said the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. So has he gone to be a guest of the sinner? That was the uh, murmuring of the startled or possibly angry crowd. Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Lord, behold, half of my goods I give to the poor. If I've taken anything from any man uh, by false accusation, I'll restore to him fourfold. And Jesus said, I want you to notice this, this day is salvation come to thine or this house for as much as he also is a son of Abraham. So uh, when Jesus looked at the Lord and he told him, Lord, I will give half of all of my goods. You know, when a person really comes to know Jesus, they lose that spirit of selfishness. And they're willing to have a spirit of, of giving. You know, I've always wondered why people, uh, it troubled them to tithe. Why did they not want to give their tithe, which is one-tenth of what they have? And they're Christians. And yet here's a sinner that said, Lord, I'm willing to give half of everything that I have to the poor, not even to the man of God or to the church, but to the poor. So I believe when Christ really comes into your heart, that's one thing you'll be willing to do, and that's to share, to share Christ with others, to share your goods with the church and with the poor and so on. He said, if I've taken anything from any man by false accusation, in other words, if I've done anybody wrong or if I've cheated any man, if I can figure that out, I'll not only pay him back, but I'll restore him fourfold. It's no wonder Jesus said, this day is salvation. Come to your house. The Lord knew that uh, this man truly must uh, have repented and received Christ to, to be able to say things like that. 
I'll be willing to do whatever it takes. So I want to say to you today that's listening on this podcast, are you willing to do anything? I mean, this man, uh, just to get to see Jesus, and don't forget uh, what I also said here, not only to see Jesus, verse 3 said, but also to see who he was. Are you willing to meet Jesus and really know who he is? Are you willing to do that? This man climbed a tree. Jesus saw him there. Amen. When the Lord said, come down, he came down. And then he was willing to share up of half of everything he owned with the poor. Thank God for this story. So today is another unique salvation story of how Christ met a man while just passing through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem. And there, salvation came to Zacchaeus' house. So wherever you are today, it doesn't matter, a hospital bed, in your home, uh, in your car, in the church, out in the field, or even up in a tree, it doesn't matter. If you will come down, amen, to where Jesus is, repent, ask forgiveness, and say, Lord, forgive me, he will forgive and save you. Salvation came to Zacchaeus on that day. I thank God for salvation. I thank God for the day the Lord saved me in a little tiny country church. And I thank God for my experience. And for everyone out there who is a Christian, you ought to embrace and thank God for your experience. And for those of you that are listening that's not yet accepted Christ into your heart, you need to right now invite Jesus into your, into your heart. Confess your sins. Believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, that God's raised him from the dead, and you too can be saved. Well, I hope you enjoyed this salvation story today with Pastor Miller. And I hope you come back the next time and, and listen once again. I love sharing with you these testimonies and these stories. And we love all of you that listens in. So I hope that you're having a great morning and I pray that you have a great rest of your day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.